Welcome to the Leveland Podcast. It's me, Madeline. I'm here. And then to my left is Zachariah Gillette. Directly in front of me is Justin. And then, oh God, sort of also to my right, but not completely to my right, is Patrick. And then, Catty and then directly to my right is Josh. And mm. we're all upset about what happened last episode. And we just really want to get into it. Mm. Yeah, it feels... um. I don't know. It's weird because it feels like there's you lost something. You know what I mean? It just felt fucking bummy. Some humanity is what it feels like. It's it's not a great feeling because we've been we've been generally doing better as a as a party. Yeah. About not doing shit like that. Yeah. I had a dream last night where you guys all went to Disneyland and you left me behind at a shittier amusement park. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> And it was the future, so Patrick Vid called me, and his face was really close to the screen. And he was like, hey, how's Finland? Which was what the shitty amusement park was called. It was like F-E-N-L-A-N-D. And I was like, shitty, I'm locked in a bathroom. <laughs> and was, was, that, like, was that the ride? No, it was like, it was like, this, okay, so it was like an industrial park, but it was on the coast. So it, everything was sort of half submerged and there was just like, everything was totally gray and there was no signs. And there was this like, here's this ride. And it had shitty names like Thule's Wild Ride, like and shit like Thule's that. Wild Ride. And just like, and then there was just bathrooms in the middle of it and there was no fence or anything. And that was it. Anyway, I... I we went to Disneyland. Honestly, that sounds more fun than Disneyland. How much was admission? I guess free, there's no friends. I, I just remember walking in. What are they going to do? Stop you? <laughs> Patrick said, "How is it there?" And I said, "Shitty." It's shitty. Wow. So <laughs> we wanted to start this episode on a lighter note, and then we did. <laughs> so I'm really glad that this happened. Welcome to Bumsville. Great. So fucking sick. All right, I'll get into it. Yeah. Please. Um, this is Secret Hearth podcast or Lavenland podcast or whatever. We're continuing our game of Lavenland. What? What is wrong? I already did that. I already said that part. You didn't say we're continuing our, our, ga- our game of Lavenland. That's a pretty important aspect. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, SecretHearth.com. All right. <laughs> Josh. Fuck. <laughs> we're, we're all in a very, like, strangely, um, almost friendly adversarial mood today. Yeah. So that's going to be really fun. I'm about game, to chug the rest of my monster and get really fucking weird. Yeah, I hope that the four of you are prepared for that. <laughs> just, I mean, I just chugged a peach mango bang and, like, that creatine's Jesus. hitting. So, like, I'm ready to go. <laughs> oh, God. Look, you're such an old man. That creatine's <laughs> hitting me, dude. I didn't say green tea it's a creatine okay i was like what? <laughs> <laughs> um all right okay we'll get into this this bummy session all right hell yeah so it's dawn two mounds one smaller than the other sit underneath the shade of a twisted oak moss is already beginning to rim along the, the edge of the graves Inside watchtower sprout, a large round table, somewhat asymmetrical, is surrounded by watchtower folk of all kinds. Coddle and Tulip's faces are stone as breakfast is passed around. Who buried them? Uh, I think Gwydion buried them. I was going to say. Herbert would have helped. Yeah. Echo would have absolutely helped with that. 
So. <laughs> digging graves. The three of you with dirt under your fingernails reach out, start eating. It's silent in the room. A lot of them are tired from cleaning up before. Some of them are shooting you looks of suspicion. Others, seems like, have adjusted to the air of the, the room, that of being quiet and calm. Um, but other than that, have no idea of what occurred last night. Dorian is still sleeping, and Marley uncharacteristically also seems quite stoic and keeps shooting glances over at you, Gwydion. Meaningful glances that you can't quite capture. What do you guys want to do? Wow. <clears throat> Yikes. Uh, Herbert finds a jug of water, turns it into wine, and chokes <laughs> the motherfucker. And that's how it's done in the this morning. Is, this is fucking awful. Everybody's so goddamn quiet like nobody's killed anyone before. Jesus. I mean... <laughs> Seven. <laughs> you know, I really thought I was the insensitive one, but I think I think we're now on the same level of insensitive. How does it feel up here? You know, that's, I think that's the first time you've not referred to me as short, so I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> Echo just takes a huge shrag off a cigarette, just like... <laughs> <laughs> just eats it, swallows it all. The, the whole cigarette's just gone in one puff. Um, I want to say that I returned all their belongings to uh, their bodies right. because I don't want that. Except the gold. Yeah, we're keeping that. Except yeah, the gold. I mean, yep. Echo is. Uh, she's just sitting there smoking, like off to the side. She is, like, checking out Gwydion. Like, how's Gwydion doing? Um, At least visibly. I think Gwydion, Gwydion's just staring kind of out, you know, across the room. Because uh, we're all sitting around kind of eating, right? Kind of yeah. eating breakfast and stuff. Yeah, I think, I think Gwydion's kind of, he's eating and everything, and he's just kind of, like, thumbing his cup and, uh, and just sitting there staring off. Thousand yard stare. Yeah, just you know. I mean, I don't think I don't think Gwydion's like super upset, but you know, like you know, it's it's definitely not what he wanted to uh, happen. You know, so it's, I, mean, I would imagine it is similar to like that kind of wartime, like thousand yard stare that a soldier would get. Yeah, like it's that kind of feeling. Yeah. Tulip says, "My folk mended to your horses last night. Your beast." You should be ready, healthy, cleaned up. Are you to go to Sunbeam? Yeah. Yeah, that's the plan. Yep. Thank you. We appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate you all, uh, your act. But I suppose there's not much more to say. Well, I mean, <clears throat> never met Pinnacle, but uh, I know dying with uh, milk of misery to his face would have been a pretty awful way to go so I'm Probably. okay springing that trap for him Hi, Herbert it was good meeting you oh it was a pleasure your help has been invaluable yep. does she seem like bummed or does she seem suspicious of us she seems just bummed okay cool she, she seems like I mean, Herbert can attest to this. Like, last night for her was something special. Okay. Um, to really have some revelry and, like, 
the the recipe on top of that and mm-hmm. some relaxation. So it it more seems like she's not even bummed about the situation. She's kind of bummed that um, it came. The ending was just. Yeah. This it felt it, like an awkward family oh, dinner, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's more bummed about that. Yeah, went from you know merriment and a little cause for celebration to oh the stark realities yeah. of, yeah. of the yeah. Leveling universe. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, I, so, I forgot this place is awful. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. I forgot that even the plants want me dead. <laughs> That's basically what's up. With I've me. always said that it's like Lavalin is is a beautiful world with the crystals and the flowers ah. and the and the Mordegorth grass, <laughs> but that's like a veneer over mm. this like horrendously terrifying shit. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. Echo stands up and says, "I'll go get Dorian and Marley." Awesome. I will do something that's not here. In this room. Thank you. I really? will leave. <laughs> I, I will fuck off. Fuck right off. I'm going to go lay in a fucking hole. <laughs> um, Let me rise. Yeah, I don't think that we need to dally too much longer. Yeah. Marley is here. She's. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. She is here. That's right. You said. Yeah, go wake up your dad. Yeah. So Echo goes to wake up Dorian. All right. Dorian gets up. <laughs> He's like. All right. We're heading out. Jesus. What's going on? Don't yep. tell him. Nope. Don't tell that old fucker anything. <laughs> nope. No, uh, honestly, no, probably not. She, uh, she's like, yeah, we're, we're about to head out. Um, we, uh, we're just going straight to Sunbeam. And she kind of like hesitates for a second. She goes, you're going to stay, right? At Sunbeam? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot I have to, that I want to say to you before I do. Um, not sure I can necessarily find the words to do that, but uh, I feel like both of both of us agree that that's really best for everyone. Me yeah. and you especially. I mean, I definitely... It's been nice meeting you, but... Shit, that means a lot. Thank you. She, like, smiles a little bit, and then she just says, it's... You were trying to get out, and I don't want to drag you back in. Hmm. Are you trying to get in? Is that is that what you're doing? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, well, when you get out, you know, I'll probably be in the same spot. <laughs> she hesitates for a second. She says, what's your last name? Great. <laughs> Shit, Zach doesn't have it on hand. Wow. I wrote it down in everything. Yeah, didn't we uh, establish that? Yeah, it's Dorian Off- Gray. No, Madeline. No. It's not Dorian Gray. The look. It was, so <laughs> it was something so stupid mysterious. that we all kind of like goof goofed on off air. Oh, uh, what is what was it? I can't it remember. It was something really, really shitty. Apple tart. <laughs> it was something. It Was it apple pie or apple tart? Apple tart. That's it what. was apple tart. Is it? At, ooh, that's not yes. his. That's not his in, in universe name. His name is not Dorian fucking Appletart. But that was our goof goof name. For You're right. Him, it's man. not Dorian fucking Appletart. It's just Dorian Appletart. Yeah. <laughs> and what's his last name? Appletart. He says Teelan. Teelan. That's right. Hmm. Did you just look at T and decide that? 
No, I looked at my notes. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not even spelled it's like that. It's like a spilled speck of tea on a piece of printer paper. Let's all make fun of Zach's lore, huh? No, Let's all make fun of Zach's ridiculously crafted genealogy. Yeah. Let's let's all just for, forget about the, the the countless nights of sweat and blood poured over, typing on the, on the mechanical keyboard, frothing at the mouth. Sipping on tea. Sipping on tea. He's like, gotta find a name, gotta find it. Teelin. Oh I actually like it. favorite thing. <laughs> my favorite thing though is when I get Zach to just like I see his eyes go big and then he grabs a pile of papers and starts looking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry I wasn't as cunning and and uh, uh, okay, historically interesting in my world building compared to yours, your characters. Let's take a let's go down the let's go down the list. Frog the wizard. <laughs> Now it's Toad, and she was a sorceress. Right, that's what you said, Frog. Green Magic Sneak Man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like that one. All right. <laughs> Fucking uh, uh, Sugar Cane, the Frog Boy. Okay. Fucking, oh, who else we got? Don't forget Billy. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> Billy fucking is, Billy. It's Brian. I didn't even Billy. make up that name. That's his actual name. Yeah, it's not a play on words. Name. It's Billy. Nope. Yeah, there was, there was a Billy. <laughs> she could never play Billy on the podcast because Billy can't speak. He was Billy's a, a mute. He was a mute. I just flex yeah. and stick just, my tongue out. Yeah, I just stick yeah. his tongue out. Literally, just constantly limbing. Yeah. Blum, blum. Don't hey, step to me. Okay. That's that's my level, though. You just crept down to my level. Well. Anyways, we've got a podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah we're, we're recording right now. Holy All of shit. that was wow. on air. <laughs> she looks down and she goes, Teelan. Okay. It's kind of funny that it took that long for me to ask you that. Yeah. A lot of people don't have surnames around here. <sighs> it's true. Well... We should probably get downstairs and um, get on the luggers. All right, after you. She heads back down and re- reconvenes. Cool. I guess uh, we head out. Okay. You guys get up on your luggers. They're all healed up. I was going to say, series okay? They are okay. They've been stitched up instead of healed, but they are they are helped in a way that is definitely practiced. You know, cool. um, if you're going any further than to Sunbeam, they would probably need some time to heal. But this, you know, you're at a slower pace here, but you'll you'll make it easy without hurting them too much at all. I definitely want to say that Echo, like, give Siri some love there. Like, yeah, like give, give some scritches and some head pats and some right on some love. Yeah, she definitely seems to appreciate it. All right. You guys uh, head up that trail and then take a hard right onto that sort of swinging rope bridge that uh, had the foliage up on the cliff faces to the left and right. This sort of um, very pretty, like, glistening tunnel of green. And when you come out, you go down the trail for a little longer, and uh, pretty quickly then, the amount of homesteads on your left and right tucked into their own family nooks um, becomes become thicker and thicker until finally you spill out and pretty suddenly see this massive sprawling expanse of activity Um, to your left the forest ends pretty sharply and there's an opening that spills out into gently rolling 
pale pink grass. And you can see way far off in the distance this massive, jagged stone mountain way, sparse with little copses of trees. Um, you see... I'm sorry, I'm really emotional right now. We're at Sunbeam, so... We'll, it's getting we'll me a little up. bit. You see this city with walls 75 feet high. They seem to curve away from you. And they're white and angular. Almost like they're... Uh, they were formerly trees. You can see it's like magically warped wood that all sort of, uh, the grains are sort of cascading into each other and they're mesmerizing looking. Um, the three towers rising above, blue, green, and red, that also sort of curve towards each other into a central point. And beyond that, just this thick, heavily wooded, the crystal woods all around it, rimming the, the east. Um, Something of particular note for you guys, the players. Oh. Just behind, probably about 15 or 20 acres behind where you can see the the horizon of the city ends. Um, The forest comes up into quite a large, quite a sizable, but nothing nothing very dramatic like the mountains of Petrichor. Um, A mountain, a, a ridge that covers the northern end um, and blocks the sun and then spills downward and slopes down into the forest. Probably a sign or a um, after effect of the creation of the Sunder 50 years ago. There are hundreds of people with sort of makeshift wooden and bannered um, stalls out front. You can see there's a, a set of very regal looking stables um, beyond that, the massive wooden doors that make up this gate are wide open. The city itself is hexagonally shaped, like the walls are, and you can see way beyond into the innards of the city that there's a, a separate new section of wall within that sort of covers the core. So it's these two layered hexagons, um, and everywhere is filled with these soft dark brown colored buildings, many of them two or three stories high that are jammed close to each other. Um, There's really not even a street here. It's just this sprawling mass of buildings and people. What do you guys want to do? And I'm gonna make sure Echo's ears are tucked in. Okay. <laughs> how do you, how do you do that? I don't know. He probably looks at you and just like very slowly reaches his hand out and just puts like hair on top of your ears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like your own hair, just moves it forward. Yeah, I picture like slowly reaches out and she slowly moves back and then realizes what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, Echo does um, attempt to push her ears back into her hair and like kind of fluff it out a little bit over. Gotcha, gotcha. I mean, your eyes are still huge, but yep. you know, it's a it's a start. You can also see rimming the wall are um, basically watchtowers that were built out of the same wood, but obviously after the the building of the wall, um, and they're just like crawling with Emerald Crown soldiers with those high black boots and uh, chain mail with a, a green banner tunic thrown over it. Um, spears and, and crossbows at the ready. You don't see any like 
you don't see any like beat cops, right? You don't see anybody <laughs> like hanging out and watching shit besides Emerald Crown. Cool. Um, okay. So, are we all um? Are we all like kind of close together right now? Yeah, you're all close so. together. Okay. Okay. You're at the the edge of where like the people outside the gate start. There are just people like walking around, smoking, chopping wood, and like okay, hundreds. All right. Well, that's a lot of people. Quidian mm-hmm. uh, pulls a, a cigarette out from underneath his robe. Yeah, and uh, starts to smoke the cigarette, and then he uh, he asks you guys, "Have any of you ever seen a fox before?" Uh, yeah, yeah, yes. Yes. Yeah, we've seen a fox. Well, um, before we go in here. Just gonna tell you a quick story about a fox that I saw a long time ago from where I'm from, and uh, hopefully this will help us in there if you're willing to hear it. Herbert lights a cigarette. <laughs> yep. Okay. Just sure. like moseying on these luckers. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, man. Yep. Like back in the day. Um. All right. Echo just like nods. She's looking at Woody and attentively. <laughs> okay. So the story churns and gargles, and now it bellows its dramas. I knew a fox I'd seen one time, a long time ago, back in Veermore. Amergen, the Hartwood Gardener, the Hearth Stoker, and most importantly, the Herald. He sings and cries out, but does not tell. He sings the truths unveiled, the worrisome ones that men dare not hark. But he also sings the messages of comfort and home, and the hearth fire, he sings with the wind, and the crashing waves are his rhythm. He is Veermore, and all it stands for. He is the cliff, moss, fall, and wave. He is the winding fox strewn through Torun's branches, and the coiled fox in its nooks. He is the fir, banner, sawn, hearth, and herald. So when the wind clatters your shutters and screams out doom, it is really Amergen's cries. But when the wind brings a warm comfort and embrace nostalgic, it is also his cry. And it is just as strong. And so this fox that I saw one night was cunning, just like all the other foxes, smaller, but still cunning. And today, hopefully we'll be cunning in there. So that's my tale. So you all get advantage on wit checks for the rest of the day. Holy <laughs> shit. Okay. And Gwydion just takes a long drag off his cigarette. And he's like, it's a big fox. It's a, it's a good, good story. Marley, thanks, who... Thanks, uh, no one else cares. <laughs> Marley, That's yeah. great. Just a yeah. gnome. Yeah. Yeah. It's a gnome thing. Um, Marley, who has been sort of like despondent to you all morning, hasn't said a word to you or anything. Um... You hadn't really noticed up until you began the story, but even the the hold on your back that she typically has riding the same lugger as you um, was very distant. And as you're getting to your point, she sort of like pulls closer to you um, and you can hear her say, I'd like to see that someday. Oh, yeah, that's sick. Well, maybe one. Yeah, we can try to do that. I think we could work something out. If it's real. Oh, it's it's real. He's real. You guys are getting close now. 
sort of milling through these people. You're the only ones on Luggerback, and you are getting a couple of stares um, mm. from some people that have probably never seen these before. Um, at this point, you're in the crowd, and you kind of have a choice. You can go over to Twinkle Stables, over to your right-hand side, and make sure these luggers are safe, or you can bring them in. Um, the gates themselves are have two sort of like little nest of Emerald Crown soldiers on the left-hand side and right-hand side. I think we should take them over there to Twinkle Stable because we really uh, don't want any more attention than we're already getting right now. Well, I'm following you, Lee. You're yeah, I was probably the most familiar you. with the city. Yeah. Oh. It doesn't look open enough in there either to, like, No, we don't want them in ride. there. We want to be on foot. Cool. Okay, so we all take him there. Oh, God, pressure's just, wow, just <laughs> on me now. And Echo does Ooh. add to what Herbert said. She's like, I've seen pictures. I've read books. I've never been here. Well, uh, there's a lot of people, which is good and bad. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. So let's put these beasts <laughs> out of everyone's line of sight. All right, you move over to the Twinkle Stables. Your luggers crushing people's heads as you move. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. um, <laughs> standing on their back legs, just reaching out and popping. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're walking just like upright, <laughs> just punching people. We're, like, we're on the backs of them, completely perpendicular, yeah. <laughs> smoking cigarettes, standing yeah. upright. We're on all their just head. like smoking nonchalantly, just ignoring <laughs> all the bloodshed. Yeah. Okay, so you get over there. Um, and uh, you pull up, you get off, you go inside. Is are you going in your, your just by yourself? E sure. Okay. Why not? <laughs> so you get in there. <laughs> we get wrong. Um, and there's people like waiting for a signal to like take these luggers in, make sure it's safe and cool. Um, but you get in there, and there's this big surly dwarven man, um, the other counter that's wearing sort of like this little tiny rounded pink cap. That's way too small for him. Fuck and yeah. you can tell it's covering like a big bald spot. spot. Oh. And he's got this big nose that, that has a bunch of bones stuck in him and uh, rough hands. And he's he's standing on the counter and he like looks out the window at the luggers and looks at you. He says, well, I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Uh, first off, love your little pink hat. Super good look for you. Thank you. Uh, he blushes. <laughs> like, extremely. They Like, his cheeks almost, like, burst. Hell yeah. Oh, my God. He's like, oh, thanks. Um, second off, these are called luggers, and if you could take care of them, that would be really fucking fantastic. Great. Cool. So... I, I can do it, but... You know, they're big and scary looking. Um... I haven't really messed with them before. Heard about them. It's going to be five coin extra, I'd say. On top of... Typical ten apiece. You got four luggers, you're looking at 60 coin. Well, I hate that. <sighs> well, sir. No, no, no. I didn't <laughs> say that. <laughs> I know, I know. I suck with you. <laughs> and and this is why we're letting E take the lead, so he can oh. cover the costs. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Do we have a deal? Echo and Herbert are outside thumb wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Just like glance over you guys. Yeah, sure. Yeah, here you go. I'll give him the 60 coin. Are you wearing your glasses? Yes. Okay. Why? I'm just wondering, man. Why? <laughs> do, do go on. <laughs> you give him 60 coin? 
does that is that sound reasonable? Like I have no frame of reference. Does that sounds reasonable um, for this scenario. Yes, just reasonable. Just reasonable. Yeah. He's not cutting you a deal. Yeah, he's not sure. cutting me a deal. Um, but he's also not gouging you. Yeah, absolutely. Probably helped you <laughs> talked about his pink hat. Yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, here's this money for you to take care of these beasts that are actually not that scary. They're sort of like large dogs. But if you're afraid of dogs, then this really, really doesn't help you at all. Well, I don't know how they're going to react to the other steeds. That's mainly my concern. This co- extra cost is to cover any sort of potential injuries. Do you... Mm. Can we Can we bring one in and see how they react to the entire area? I mean, you've already... If you're paying me, you're paying me. I'll, I'll cool, handle it. So you don't have to worry all right, about it. That's fine. They're not going to get hurt at all. Nobody's getting hurt. That's why I'm saying I'm going to have to pay some more to have people on hand to make sure that they they go well with other steeds. That's all. Cool. That sounds fine to me. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> have a good day. Enjoy the city. Yeah. Thank you. I'll go out and be like, all right. Well, I paid for all of this, so I hope you're happy. Oh, I am. How much Thanks. was it? <laughs> It's 60 gold. Echo gives you her share. Mm-hmm. All right. Herbert shells out 15. Yeah, Gwydion okay. shells out oh, 15. Okay. <laughs> What's fair is fair. So the pink cap, you see him at the window and he opens it up and he goes, <clears throat> and like a cluster of dwarves and gnomes um, all sort of imp- encroach on uh, your luggers. And a couple of the luggers seem to be um, sort of not down with this shit for just a second. But you see a couple of these gnomes like come up with these little tiny. Um, they kind of look like uh, um, oh, what are the hush puppies? <laughs> these little tiny biscuits, and hmm. and sort of like gingerly show them, and the luggers like sniff and like go nuts over it, and they're eating this shit, and they're like patting. You can see the gnome. There's one gnome in particular that's like like patting uh, Granny on the cheek, and she's like, "Oh, you're so sweet, aren't you? You're so sweet." Kind little one, and they lead them off in Twinkle Stables, and uh, you can tell that they're in very good hands. Awesome. Okay. Cool. Well, Sweet. Good. Okay. All right. So now what? Well, now. <laughs> Over explaining everything today. We're going to wander into the city, and we can do a couple of things. We can figure out where Maxwell is and his general crew because they have a crew and you could talk to Arlo if you wanted to or we can wander around the city sort of get the why don't you say it like that (laughs) well because it's no I get it it's gonna be an ordeal or it could not really hope it happens in public so we can watch yeah yeah I mean, not that. <laughs> That's what I. I don't want it to be a big fiasco for you. I'm just saying. Echo's just like staring at you, <laughs> like it's it's starting to like you can physically feel the gaze upon you, <laughs> like <laughs> the weight of hate. Yeah, hate. Well, you no. can hate me all you want, but it's going to happen. Okay. Yeah, but I don't want to keep thinking about it. I mean, you could. <laughs> Take it from me. You could just never talk to her again yeah. and just wander off away forever. Wander off into the desert. And wander off into the desert. It totally worked for you. Absolutely worked. Seamless. <laughs> no flaws. Face getting pummeled. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Um, are you guys approaching the gate? Oh, God. Um, 
Do they normally? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah fuck yeah. it. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we should probably find lodging first, though, right? Yeah, that's what I was saying. We could oh, figure okay. out where they are and see if, you know, we can get in with that area, that group. Okay. Or yeah. we could be completely by ourselves. It's, I don't really care. So we're basically at a convention and we're trying to find our friends. <laughs> yeah. 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 What hotel yeah. room they have so we can cut costs and God, I hope I, I, I hope on our rooms are next to each other and they connect with the door, you know? That would be that great. Would be oh, yeah, that would be nice. We can brush Show our teeth some. together. <laughs> Have a big old slumber party. <laughs> Stay up like really late. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you get close to the gates and uh, order uh, order fucking sunbeam pizza. Um, <laughs> Chocolate. Chariot dash, dude. I hate that. <laughs> what is, what's going on with this game? Order off Chariot Dash. Get some uh, some Blaze pizza. So you sponsor us. Um, <laughs> you you approach the gates and a couple things happen. Um, very quickly in succession. First of all, this like really like elderly bent gentleman um, comes up to you, E, and kind of like grabs right. on um, to like your leg. And you can see there's like a bunch of uh, like your leg and shoulder. They're trying to like reach the crowd, but they're not strong enough to like actually get your attention. And you can see there's bundles of like little scroll tubes. And he's like, I'll send you a map for five coin. Sell you a map of the city. You'll need it if you're far off from here. You'll need a you'll need a map to I navigate. grew up in the city, so I'd break it to you. And twist around and leaves. Um, and then at wow, the same it's, time, it's Gatlinburg. Gwydion's, <laughs> I say these brochures. Uh, at the same time, Gwydion's attention is absolutely drawn away from this incursion. Yeah. As you can see on the left hand side of the gate, there's uh, a couple of Emerald Crown soldiers, um, like watchman and this uh very tall very tall live looking elven woman um that has like really deep dark like dusky skin um with these like very a very bright demeanor and she like is wearing green robes um she's obviously with the crown and she's wearing like a cape and very tall boots but you've never really seen this this look to anybody and she's like talking to them, like leaning down and talking to them, and like points over at you. Oh. And you can oh. see her mouth like him. Oh. And they start um, branching off and like going towards you in little clusters through the crowd, sort of pushing through. Ha 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 ha! Hmm. Uh, Gwydion just raises his hand up and uh, makes eye contact with that with that person. Oh, with the with the elven woman? Yeah, Super I mean, tall. might as well. Obviously, they're gonna come get me or something. So, okay, she can notice not. this is going on. Um, if you want to, sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. As this is happening and everything, I'll I'll tell everybody. Like, I I think that I may be getting pulled into something up there. Yo, does this look threatening? I'm afraid of cops. Looks super threatening. Um, the elven woman, when you waved at and acknowledged her, um, just gave you this really sly looking sinister smile mm-hmm. and um the two the sets of excuse me the pair of two there's two on the right two on the left that are moving through the the crowd seem very um like antagonistic okay um, it's all hey. humans <laughs> hey uh so this doesn't look friendly at all right are they emerald crown mm-hmm what do you, uh, you want to do here, Gwydion? Uh, you got three seconds. Lock eyes with her and attempt to search her thoughts and uh 
glean like a basic intent, any kind of visuals from her. I'm going to cast read mind on her. That's awesome. Um, you do that, and you see like these very long white um, fingers from her from underneath the green cloak like move in front of her own face mm-hmm. and you think it's going to go through right like you think you, that she's it's a weird motion because there's momentum to it and you think she's making like sort of a clockwork sign but she stops where her nose is and juts out and pushes her whole body out over the crowd and you feel this like searing pain in the front of your forehead um, it's not mental it's a physical pain and you lose focus of the spell Okay. Now she seems annoyed and is walking through the crowd herself. Is she an inquisitor? Uh, I guess so. She's not dressed like one. She's dressed in robes that are tucked into boots. Okay. Vestments. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So what's the plan here? Because this is already literally exactly what I wanted to avoid and we're not even in the city yet. Um, What's a... Well, I mean, obviously they targeted me for some reason, so... I thought might as well cut straight through the chase, but if obviously um, she doesn't have any good intent, so I think we should get out of this situation. Are we already running from the animal crowd? <laughs> no, I, I don't think that's a good idea. I don't think that we need to let them push us around. We're here with intent. We're here for a purpose. This is true. That involves all of Yaddle. Mm-hmm. Essentially, we're What are they going to do? Throw us in jail? Maxwell's here. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. I mean, if I'm fine. the only one. No, no, no. I'm, no I'm, I agree. I'm through with riding this out because I'm sure we could get out of this some way, shape, or form. There's an ill what intent, and I'd prefer not to be in this situation. But when I mean get out of it, I don't mean physically run necessarily. Yeah. Great. Right. Cool. Love it. Okay. Um, so <laughs> wow. the guards reach you on either side. Um, and they're specifically going for you. You realize that they don't even realize that you're with people. Um, and okay. they kind of come to your left and right hand side. Mm-hmm. But then the mood very quickly changes and they just sort of stop and they look at you with their hands on their hill. Mm-hmm. And she reaches them much quicker as she's basically stepping over people. Um, she's so tall. I hate that. And she gets over and like you can see silvery hair underneath the hood. Um despite her like sort of dusky features um and she like pushes these guards out of the, she's like grabbing their heads and pushing them out of the way and kind of cranes over you and like looks down on you and she's still smiling like that but she says quit the foxglove you have offended me greatly with your show of magical power well, I do apologize for that. I just had the hunch that there was some ill intent. You see, I haven't been here before, and all I know is that someone was pointing at me and then sending guards after me. So I wanted to protect myself and read the situation. I apologize. Your tendencies to do such a thing in unknown scenarios, instead of trusting or being stalwart, taking direct action is the exact reason... I have sent four guards in your direction instead of a letter. Hmm. Well, that's a fair point. I don't usually act that rash, but I was in a new place and it was a strange situation. You have to understand from my perspective how it came off. But my apologies again. If you feel that four guards makes you feel more safe, that's fine. I understand that. Indeed, it does make me feel safe. I have no doubts in my mind of my own inabilities. That's good. What can I help you with? It is best to uh, 
be calm in the storm instead of thrashing, yes? Oh, yes, absolutely. Hmm. Your words betray your attitude. I'm Harkgrave. Cool. Nice to meet you. May I ask how you know my name? We scryed you. Oh, I see. I see. I am an intermediary between the Knights of the Red Branch and the Emerald Crown. What a bitch. <laughs> do you know this name? I do know that name. I am surprised. Although I guess I shouldn't be, knowing your people are so obsessed with lore. I just thought you were a bit of a bumpkin. Hmm. That is a stigma that sometimes we are perceived as, or were perceived as. Hmm. Interesting. I suppose it is probably more common in higher circles to think of you in this way. I am from Airwary Academy, you see. That's a nice academy. Yes, but filled with ego. This is true. I'm upset at myself for accepting such a conditioning. Uh, couple, couple questions <laughs> here. Uh, first off, do I know of, uh, what is it, Aleware? Aleware? Aleware Academy is what Swanwing Academy Gotcha, okay. So after I... they took Dim Hall, yeah. Okay, and um, second off, what does she have on her? Absolutely nothing. Uh, I knew you were going to fucking say what that. What the fuck? And what did the Emerald Crown have on them? Short swords, um, hand crossbows, hanging off belt loops. Um, are you just wearing weapons, or what do you? What all you want? Yeah, do they have any like defining features about them, like what they're wearing, or anything that I can sort of like grab onto with my memory, sort of deal? Um, what, let me ask you this. What are you trying to figure out? I just want to know how, if these are like really good emerald crown that she has with her. Gotcha. Or just like, these guys will do. They're kind of okay, right? They're, okay. they're better than the watchmen that you saw up on the, the, they're not a grunt, right? Okay. They've got armor on, which is, you know, like these, these guys are probably, uh, <laughs> higher up beat cops. Yeah. Right? Not, they're not <laughs> okay. rookies. Yeah. They're definitely they, not rookies. Yeah. They don't, they don't get cross guard. Like duties. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Hartgrave says, I understand that you have more business inside the city, but it is very important that you and I go and meet with this knight before you proceed anywhere, anything else. He uh, is adamant about it. Does this have this meeting have to take place one-on-one? I am unsure. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen one-on-one. Yeah, um, no, one-on-one's not very... Yeah, that's not uh, going to work for us. we're going to do. She, like, looks up at you guys like, um, what? Who is this? My name's Hermit Quinn Carver. We're with the Watchtower. Oh. Watchtower Harvest. Well, with Gwydion here. You have traveled quite a long distance. Yes, and I'm very much in the mood for a nice feather bed, and you've prevented that. <laughs> I deeply apologize, but everything is being present- prevented from us in any sort of government incapacity due to this knight's persistent uh, need to see your friend here. Well, then I guess we're all going to see him. Who is it? A knight of the Red Branch. Her name is Winter. I would be honored to speak with Winter, um, but I would like to keep my... My friends here, close. It's a large city, and we're all here for a singular purpose. And um, I would feel more comfortable in that in that setting. But I'll accompany you. 
Quirion, uh, who are the Knights of the Red Branch? They're an order of knights. Um, they dwell in the mountains of Petrichor. Um, they're master tacticians. Um, and if I recall correctly, their creed, their oath is to never again let the bloodshed stain the branch. Um, as a knight, all knights, there are relationships and general bonds between us, um, and sometimes they are called upon. Um, but I personally have never spoken with anyone from the Red Branch, so it, it, it's, it's a strange thing. I'm not sure why this is happening. Well, I'm, I'm definitely curious. Yes, yeah. I'm always curious. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it. Take take us to winner. Let's let's do yeah. this. Okay. <laughs> okay. Echo's just Shit. like standing, but. like and just waiting for something Ooh. to go wrong. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Your impatience is noted. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, she, with the guards at you guys' back, lead you into the city. Um, it is definitely um, sort of a costing. But everyone seems to be giving each other space. There's just a lot of, uh, a lot of. There's a sensory overload here, um, but there it is also very respectable and um, systemized. They lead you to a place in the outer ring of this sort of hexagon. They get inside the gate and lead you through people and streets um, along the right hand side. Eventually, you get to a small sort of stone tower with a crenulated top that's embedded into the side of the wall. And uh, she goes over and sort of like, you know, leans down to get underneath the door frame and holds the door open for you guys, beckoning you inside. Uh, I would like to keep an eye out for pickpockets. I didn't get a chance yeah, to say that these, earlier. <laughs> yeah, with these thick crowds. Yeah, with these thick crowds. Well, yeah. We got a lot of important shit on us. We have a lot of information and on gold. us. <laughs> and gold. And gold. Let's just do I have a doorknob in my pocket. Yeah, so that's. I just wanted to say that just if we're in the city, we're keeping an eye out for pickpockets. I just wanted it out yep. there. Understood. Absolutely. Okay. Received. Um, are you guys inside the tower? Sure. Yeah, what tower is this? It's just a small tower. It's definitely like somebody built this as a house, essentially. Um, this is made out of stone, so it's sort of out of place. Um, but whatever it was once was, it, it's now sort of seems to be a Emerald Crown like way station or office. Basically. Okay, so it's like a guarded facility. Yep. There's green banners off the windows and everything. Okay. It's, it's older, so it is sort of out of place and weird. Um, all right, you guys walk in. There's a big stone table that's been morphed magically out of the floor um, that sort of takes up the center of this room, which has, like, maps and sprawling banners across it. Um, and she sort of gestures to the stairs that wrap around the, the northern end of the tower and upwards into a second level. So you're not going to, like, lead us and introduce us? If that is how you would prefer, then I will do so. It just seems like a lot of pomp, pomp and circumstance, and it just kind of... Cut it off right there. Well, what I mean, we could find whatever. our way. Yeah, of course. We could find our way. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, whatever. If you've got busier things to do. Yeah, no, clearly. You know, more yeah, important. it's fine. Yeah. As I said, I do not. I, I cannot do any of my duties until this is handled. It's just that I would prefer to get the objective complete, take myself out of the equation, let you do the business. I have been yelled at by this being upstairs for two weeks now. 
I'm sick of it, rather. All right, yeah, we'll get yeah, out of your fucking okay. hair. Bye. Yeah, see you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> see you at the meeting. See you, th- see you then. Yo, did she just leave us in this fucking tower to our own devices? No, she just brought you into the tower and then sort of turned away from you. There's other people in here. Yeah, but like... Yeah, okay. Apparently. Huh. All right. We kill everybody and steal everything. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, you know, so what you're saying is everybody's backs turned, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> murder, 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 death. I guess. I guess this is Rip like and tear. My mess that somehow has happened to me. So I'll 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 lead the way. I mean, it is bound to happen. You're hanging out with us, so yeah. yeah. Wait, Dorian and uh, what's her face? Marley. Marley. I'm assuming there. You forgot your child's name? That's not my child. How could you do that? You made that. Oh, it's not my child. Anyways. <laughs> That's not my baby. Marley came out f- like from your fucking noggin like a Grecian god, fully armored. No, no, we picked the armor up, okay? I was say, something doesn't belong here. Yeah, are, are Dorian and Marley here? Yeah, they're yep. here. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Echo's just looking at him like, it's like a shrug emoji. It's a big woman I do not want to meet in an alleyway. Um, I'm feel I got the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, yeah sometimes the weird ones are fun to party with. Probably not that one though. Oh, see yourself. <laughs> Hot damn! I know that academy that she came from. We could find out more information about her if you want to later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool, great. You lead the way. I mean, I don't know where we're going, but, you know, if we happen to see some <laughs> important just, documents. Yeah, we'll just go upstairs and knock on doors until somebody doesn't, you know, isn't pissed when they open it. <laughs> did she mean anything to you? Like, did you know who she was at all? <laughs> it's my ex, so just... Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. I ship it. No. <laughs> you haven't even met them yet. Like, I don't care. <laughs> the, like, you mean Winter? No, this uh, the woman that stopped us. No, I've hot death or something like that. No idea. <laughs> Heart grave. Heart grave. Hot <laughs> death. Hot death. <laughs> something like that. Are you, That's, are you familiar with who we're going to meet? I'm familiar with the order. Mm. I don't know this person. I've I've never met anyone from the order. Oh. I know of them. Following um, your lead. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Um, I guess, you know, yeah, okay, I'll, just, I'll start walking up the steps <laughs> of this just tower to this person. here to make person. sure doesn't get shanked in yeah. this tower. I also want to keep an eye out for any important documents, any interesting, like, uh, paintings on the walls, anything interesting laying around. I'm going to take this opportunity to take in how the Emerald Crown is feeling right now. <laughs> how many locked doors are there? How many locked doors are there? Are oh there my any keys on the ground? <laughs> okay, so down here, like, as you're beginning your journey, um, there's really not anything like that unless the fact that they're all stooped over maps is indicative of you to have anything um but when you get to the top of the stairs there's it's just one sort of big wide open area however there's like weird angled stone walls that sort of form this really easy looking um maze to the other end of the room but none of them are connected by doors and there's some letters here and there like pinned up or weapons to the side or tables with candles on them or whatever but there's not really any documents um pretty much as soon as you get to this floor you also start to hear this like really low droning haunting song it's very slow and it sounds stringed um and simple and you can tell it's coming from the other side of the uh, of the room. Wow, do we want to follow that creepy singing? I I think yes. it's kind of catchy. 
Yeah. I think you're very wrong. <laughs> I'm also a little drunk. What the fuck? <laughs> he chugged an entire pitcher of wine. <laughs> like before, like 12 o'clock. <laughs> you're, you're ridiculous. Also, you didn't share. <laughs> nah, we're kind of quick. Sorry. I can make more. Again, okay, so do we want to go through this very... What is What is this? I mean, I'm not sure. You just, just go forward, Gwydion. You just yeah. go forward. Yeah. You, you go where you Gwydion want. Gwydion goes forward. I'm just going to follow that noise, I guess. Okay. You know. Yeah, you weave your way through the walls. Um, it is sort of weird, but it's a short journey. And you uh, you come out into this opening. There's no stairs here. This is where the tower ends. Um, and there's a big window. And you can see that against the side where like stuff has been cleared out and there's not really any walls. There are sort of these um, big desks that are set up next to the windows with these potion bottles all over and uh, uh, more green banners. And sitting facing away from you um, with her feet kicked up on the table and sort of like leaning back in the chair, it, she seems barely to be balancing, um, is this gnome. You can see like really dark black hair that cascades down from um, sort of this full-headed helmet that comes up into like a long point um she is fully armored and it looks like it's just bent tarnished steel but in other places you can see black and red leather underneath and she's strumming on this lute um not singing per se but but sort of humming along with this dark drone okay all yours yeah you <laughs> sent for Gwydion knight Bard of the Order of the Crystal Sword, I am him. Are you Winter? The loot, it almost like seems like she doesn't notice you at first. You can see she kind of picks up and hears you, but right when you stop and say her name, the loot sort of comes to a, 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 a halt and like almost twangs for a second. And she sets her feet down, sets the loot down. And stands up and looks across the room at you, and you can see very pallid face with this sort of upturned nose um, that has a bone running through the septum, and these like dark, sad eyes and a long, thin mouth. And she's like looking at you. She's very um, like round-featured, and she says, "Yes." Well, it's a pleasure to meet you. What news from Petricor do you have? Hmm. No news, no news at all, since you have failed your duty to blow the horn. I did not hear a horn. I. Was it not the dragon that took your land? Then you would have been the one to blow it. I've only two weeks ago learned of the massacre that happened on that coast. This is true. That was one of my regrets. I kind of went through a process of believing at first that there was no reason to call for help. And now I realize I should have blown that horn. But I'm here now. Hopefully that suffices. It does for me because I'm no longer of my order. Despite oh. what Hartgrave believes. But... And I understood if you had to run, I think I would have done the same. From what I understand, the order is a bit upset. Not so that you didn't blow the horn because it was meaningless, but so that you would blow the horn and they would know to mourn 
Hmm. They were jolly when they shouldn't have been. This is terrible for them. Understood. I understand. You are charged to delegate with them. <laughs> you must, after your business here in Sunbeam, arrive there, speak with them, collect, collaborate. You may be just a bard, as what I've heard, and not quite a knight yet, but it is still your duty, because you are the last of the Order of the Crystal Sword. I understand this. I've been on one path, and I won't lie, the other path has been put to the side for a moment, but I have not forgotten. I'm sorry if I've caused you any trouble, but after we were unable to scry on you any longer, we assumed you had died, which <laughs> would have been a very, very integral... Uh, we would have to do something different in our plans. So I needed to know that you were here before I could keep things running on our end over in Petrichor. Yeah, I see. I will most absolutely go visit the Order in Petrichor after this. Excellent. I'll tell Hartgrave that she can continue with her bureaucracy. <laughs> or you could tell her to push it off just one more day. <laughs> Are things fine in Petrichor, though? Petrichor rest. Easy. That's good. Hopefully it stays that way for some time. The branch will not be bloodied. We are strong there. Eighteen strong. Ooh. <laughs> Only eighteen. <laughs> a priory of Orphos stands with us as well. Herbert cracks his neck. Mm. <laughs> she, like, shoots over at you. You are a priest. I can feel it. He nods. You and I are bonded by war. I don't think we've ever been on the battlefield together, but in a way... I would like to be at some point. And very well may have the chance. Hmm. Who are the tall folk? He just yes. <laughs> he immediately points at Echo like, you first. <laughs> <laughs> nose goes. Yeah, nose goes. Dorian kind of like like bends his knees a little bit, like looks around. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is Dorian. <laughs> oh, hello. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to go outside. <laughs> and starts walking down. What the yeah. fuck? Harley, come on. I'm out. I'm out of this. I this echo. is some heavy shit. Hot damn. I think you see Echo just kind of like slowly close and open her eyes like, oh my god. She's like, Echo, I'm with Watchtower. Pleasure. And you are? I, I'm Enrolled. <laughs> oh. Like a stone? Like a rock? <laughs> Sure, yeah. Good. Strong. Mm-hmm. Brittle. Brittle, yeah. most definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a jest. <laughs> Quitting if you need anything. Um, I will be in the Stranger Tavern. Uh, beyond that, uh, I would like to accompany you once you leave. Okay. I would like that very much. And I know you do not speak for the Order, but I appreciate your understanding with my circumstances. Not blowing the horn is weighed on me for some time, and I appreciate that gesture of understanding. I hope the Order does as well. Gwydion, you're pretty. <laughs> Thank you. So are you. She nods and turns away. Well, that was... Okay. Are we done here? <laughs> I think so. 
<laughs> Are we fucking done here? These I little tiny people. <laughs> I want to go rob people. I stab Winter in the fucking head. I stab a noggin. He runs towards the window and like planks. Out. <laughs> yeah. I'm outie. I'm outie. Goodbye. Yeah, and Gwydion turns around and, well, and starts heading out. Same. Yup. Okay, well, now let's think of the pros to all of this. We got in the city quite easily, and they didn't search us at all. And I thought I was about to get arrested. (laughs) I thought you were going to get arrested, too. I mean, it went much better than we could have possibly thought. Hartgrave was just being kind of a bitch about it. Yeah. Hmm. I think Herbert, like, elbows Gwydion's like, she's pretty cute. Uh, Yeah, I mean... (laughs) If I wasn't so chronically stressed out all the time, I might. <laughs> <laughs> you know, booze is a great way to work through that. Maybe I should think about that. I mean, we will be... Wait, I don't know why you're telling me this, Herbert. This is not the time. I, I like... mean, it's definitely the time. And then Gwydion's face gets all red. <laughs> it might, holds might up a hand-rolled cigarette and she goes, sink root. Mm, yeah. Can I have one of those, Echo? Yes. Okay. She gives you I a sink root cigarette. This entire thing has been one big journey of guilt lately. And he just takes a drag off the cigarette. I should have blown that fucking horn. She <laughs> <laughs> turns into an action hero. Would you like to explain what the fuck that means? <sighs> Every. Just, you know, I guess we're going down the steps as we're talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still um, keeping an eye out for any tasty good information. Okay. Every. There are orders of knights throughout the lands. And we may not always agree on our values. There may be differences, but we we kind of keep in touch. There is a general bond between all of us because of the duties of knighthood in general, the basic overarching duties of a good knight to protect what we love, the land and our people. And so in times when those things are threatened, each order has a horn in those lands and that horn is sounded and we answer that call for each other um Viermore has a horn the horn of Viermore Petrichor has a horn um and in the devastation I the horn was the last thing on my mind I didn't see any point I thought it was beyond any point but I I should have I should have done it I should have alerted them I was just in panic um, well, from what I, you showed us, it, I don't blame you at all for not thinking of it in the moment. Yeah, yeah, I think you're let off the hook for this one. I think so, but the yeah, red well, branch is definitely stern. They're my teacher Beatrice. Then my people, we can be stern, but the red branch is a little more stern. They're a little more um, uptight. Yeah, yeah, but they they may understand. I think they. They might, but I'll have to see. I can't make any assumptions. That would be dishonorable to them. But, yeah, well, every order has a horn. That's true. You could. I yeah. can make assumptions. Okay, you, so you this do is interesting. very regularly. I do. I'm, I think I'm quite good at making assumptions. I think that's uh, one of the things I'm real good at. You were in a day with sound, noise, colorful banners. Um, beautiful afternoon day. Here's your map. Who wants it? Yay. Let's say give that shit to E. Wow, this is Oof. what the fuck. <laughs> All right, E, where are we going? Where Where are we currently? Um, just east of Arts. 
Number 14. Okay. So, I have an idea where we can possibly meet some of the people that we're supposed to be meeting up with. Okay. Does everyone like chocolate pies? Say yes. Uh, wow, okay, you know, yeah. me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I don't yeah. think I've ever had I don't one. follow, but okay, yeah, let's... I could eat. No. Okay, yes. So there's a there's a pie place that literally everyone that is important to me loves for some reason, which it is good, but it we'll go we'll go there. And we'll see if anybody we know is there. Probably not. But if Sounds like a start. Okay, I'm already directing us yeah. in that direction. <laughs> All right. So Echo's like visibly a little on edge now the deeper we're like getting into the city. Yeah. Yeah. There's too many fucking people. Yeah. You going to the tin pan? Mm-hmm. All right, you mose your way down the street. Um, at one point, you have to stop because there's this, like, running from um, the wall to the inner wall um, and, like, through a tunnel is this sort of, like, elevated brass track, right? And you see, like, the crowd sort of stops and, like, you see some arms come out and sort of, like, hold you at bay. And you see uh, you see the city move. The wall comes off in a section square. It comes out of its own perfectly square recess. And you see these shutters open to this sort of like bubbled window. And you can see these like grizzled, cold-covered dwarves um, inside. And they're like moving these big cranks. And you see it clasp onto that track and sort of connect. You all right? Justin just died. (laughs) Justin like (laughs) fell over and just like convulsed for a couple minutes. Were you sneezing? No, I was coughing. Oh. Wow. I'm glad we're having this moment. Welcome to, <laughs> welcome yeah. to Checkups with Justin. <laughs> wow. That like, you just disappeared. Yeah. yeah. Like, Suctioned into the, <laughs> into the cushions. Yeah. And uh, this, this, this car, this uh, compartment slides onto the track and, like, starts moving across. It's pretty long. It's sort of bullet-shaped, but, like, angular. Um and then it passes and everybody, the two the two crowds reconverge immediately and you're sort of like pushed into that area. Um, you can see other ones overhead on tracks that have like, uh, that are that are parallel to each other, like top and bottom, where the, the cars are enclosed and they're moving and the walls, the two walls are, are passing each other in little sections. Anyway, you get to the 10 pan. Bro, that's wild. Yeah. <laughs> Echo there. like looks up at that and goes, is that a thaki? Um, no. No, that's something different. Have you oh, guys- I don't remember this. Why was I so drunk last night? <laughs> Herbert's like very doe-eyed, looking at all this shit. Yeah. I, that was like, Echo has no context for anything like that. Like, she's never seen anything like that. All right, you get over there. Well, do you want a further explanation? Or <laughs> do you just want to keep going and go get a chocolate pie? I mean, I don't... I I don't know. Well, let's just keep going. Great. Pies it is. <laughs> you pull up to the Tin Pan Arena. The Tin Pan is a low squat building, but it's long. Ceilings look a little too low, and it comes up into sort of a um, shingled steeple. Um, it's pretty uh, rough hewn. Um, it was obviously built by hand, but it's been polished over the years and, and reconnected and, and fixed up. Um, it's got two big round windows, um, and there's a sign above that literally shows like an oven pan. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't appear to be tin. 
appears to be cast iron. Oh. And uh, you go inside. The tables line the... Um, or the booths, rather, line the windows, sort of like a diner style. And there's a long counter that runs parallel to it. And you can see a couple of um, uh, of figures over there. Um, you can feel heat from these big ovens embedded into the wall. And uh, it looks like there's a bunch of fucking little tiny chocolate pies, like mud pies everywhere. They're on tins, like set up Cute. onto the, the table. And there's a big jar with a bunch of coin in it. Hell yeah. Is there anybody else in here? Um, there are no customers inside here. Of fucking course there aren't. Okay, it's a bust, but we get chocolate <laughs> pies. How much are the pies? Yeah, how much are the pies? You, uh, two coin a piece. He looks at Echo and he's like, get a pie. <laughs> Eat a pie. <laughs> have you ever had a pie? I've never had a chocolate pie, no. Gwydion, have you ever had a chocolate pie? Yes. Yeah, my mother used to make them. Oh, that's very sweet and sad. Eat one of these. <laughs> you just, like, drop the money in the jar and take one? It looks like it, yeah. Okay. Herbert's yeah. already got one in his mouth. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, Gwydion gets one and then one for Marlin. Aw. Uh, cute. Thanks, Captain. Yeah, no problem. You see uh, this sort of um, stumbly, um, snorty-looking Micah like deep gray fur kind of come up to the counter. He's wearing like a soft um, green apron. He kind of leans against it. He says, you want to learn about our pies today? Sherbert's got his mouth full, but he's like... <laughs> <laughs> sure, I mean, yes, we're please. We're here and eating. We can just... Yeah, tell us about Echo your pies. drops four in and grabs two and gives one to Dorian. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I uh, buy two pies. All right, right on. So you guys go loading up on salt, huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, a, it's an earthy but very sweet taste. It's sweet in a particular, you're munching down on it. It's sweet in like a particular way. It's not sweet like sugar, right? It's sweet like a, like almost like oats, caramelized uh, cookies. He goes on and on about the process of making them, what's what's the core of it, um, the, the history of the place. Um putting you know the process of baking it he goes on and on he keeps going he's he's basically a micro brew nerd oh, um, he just no. keeps talking about the mud pies hey what's your name coil coil uh quick question yeah, for you absolutely. has uh, anybody come through wearing antlers recently he kind of like gives an audible gulp and his head kind of like jerks up he says yes how how long ago <laughs> He sort of points, and you can see, like, the second to last table, um, the booth, rather, which is made out of these, like, soft wood benches and, and these cushioned, uh, like, velvet cushions and stuff. It's got a sign hanging above it that's that's similar to the sign out front, where it's, like, sort of an ornate, like, wooden sign hanging from chains. And there's, a, like, a helmet with antlers on it, and then there's this, like, a droopy-looking boar head, and they've both been engraved into the, into the wood. Because that's the table. You should not hear the part about the... The patronages. Oh, no, I, I did. I was asking if he had been in recently. No, but I suppose you can stake out that table. I'm not going to do that. I appreciate the offer, but I was just wondering if they had come through recently. No. <laughs> Echo, like, looks up at the sign and goes, huh. We could just hang out here, I guess. The if he's here, apparently. The big fan of pies. That's why we're here. Who's the other one? Um, the boar. Have we have we talked about the boar on air? No. 
So nope. Echo just looks at you and like does a go on like head <laughs> tilt. Like. Um, well, uh, his name is actually Mo, but we don't talk about that. It's the bull. Okay. Um, he's a marshal of the wood. He walks around and he never stops walking. So he's sort of you know hard to get a hold of. Also, one of my uncles. Imagine that. My never-ending, ever-wandering family. So he's a marshal like... That's too much. Like That's a lot. Fox. You're telling me. <laughs> the fox, the boar. Huh. They're all marshals. Hmm? The owl. Hmm. The frog, but pretty sure he died. One of your uncles is a marshal. Mm-hmm. She just, like, laughs a little bit as she's eating this pie. She says, it is really good. The pie is really good. It is really good. Why are you laughing at me? I don't know. It's just, it's wild. You got a wild life. I'm personally not impressed. Great. (laughs) (laughs) I think Herbert goes over and, like, looks at the table. Uh, It's pretty worn down and smooth. The other ones have been replaced, but this is the same, like, um, slab of of dark wood that's Mm -hmm. been here. It's got some carvings into it, but nothing uh, legible. Oh, yeah. Is it just like people writing their names or what? Exactly. (laughs) He says, I wouldn't fuck with that if I were you. (laughs) No, really, I wouldn't fuck with that. I just keep your distance. (laughs) Is he like clearly a little shook up at the mere concept of it? Yeah. One of the baker dwarves, they like turned around and they've got the pan up next to their head and they're like looking between Herbert and Coyle (laughs) and he's like sweating. Hey, maybe maybe we shouldn't uh, cause this ruckus. <laughs> all right, all right. Herbert's like brushing all the crumbs out of his beard. <sighs> he goes back to, to, to baking and Coyle says, really dodged a fucking bullet on that, didn't we? <laughs> Thank you for the pies. Greatly appreciate it. If either of them come in, uh, tell them, um, never mind. Don't tell them anything. Don't tell him anything. Don't tell him anything. Don't tell him anything. No. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I thought we were supposed to be, like, getting in touch with them. I can't lie. We're just going to go find them. Okay, let's go. Tell them that Forest Trash was here looking for them. Forest Trash was here looking for them. Well, you mean yourself. I'm talking about myself. Oh, good. Yeah, okay. All right, I do that. All right, where do you guys want to go next? Um, okay, so the town, boys. Here's the deal: we are near Talwari uh, Academy. If you do want to stop in there, Gwydion, but I know that we need to find them. But we're just right here, and it's such a big city. We could stop in there. Yeah, sure. I also know somebody there, so we can. Of course, you do. Yeah, <laughs> it's... I can see that. Was it another uncle? Um, no. How many uncles? <laughs> it's do you not. Have? Um, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I can't think off the top of my head at the moment. There's a decent amount. And I don't, there there are a few that might be dead, so I'm not really sure. It's not another uncle? No. Is it it an ex? No, it's not. No, if it was an ex, we wouldn't be going in there. (laughs) So we're going to head that way? (laughs) You're going to Ilwary Academy? Yeah. Is that something? we can get into. Not at all. So you, I didn't you think come so. Because <laughs> that is so just you know, occurred You've just been like running at your mouth the whole time. <laughs> just like... <laughs> Shit, no. I, that literally just occurred to me. Like, as I was like, let's go there. Okay. 
Yeah. It's a fuck. It's a tall sort of I don't want to call it golden looking building, right? Because it's mainly dark wood, but it has a sort of sheen to it and it is rimmed with gold and it sort of reflects off of the the petrified wood that the whole building is made out of. It's it's like a four segmented towers with wings that connect them. And then there's like a smaller tower in the middle. Uh, that you can just see peeking over. But the steps that lead up to are these massive, royal-looking, um, bronze-lined steps have uh, uh, these pillars on the left-hand side and the right-hand side of an open door. Um, but on either side, you see, like, these dark brown and gold-robed um, people with, like, you can't quite see their face. It looks like they might be wearing a face mask or something. Oh, good. Um, at the top of the stairs on either side. And they've got broadswords unsheathed. And they've got the point down in the stone, and they're just, like, resting on them. Ah, uh, yes. So it's just occurred to me that we're not going to be able to get in here. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... All right, so... Well, uh, how, how would I feasibly go about contacting anyone in here? Um, you would leave a message and then have them send somebody out to get you if you're accepted. Oh, my God. For, for a visitation. I hate that. Okay, cool. You can, can I- also become a student. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. no. <laughs> That's the campaign now. We're all going to close school. Yeah. Yeah. school. <laughs> Fill out financial school. aid. I'll go up to one of the, like, guard people, and I'll say, can you, like, pass a message on for me? <gasps> oh, absolutely. He uh, takes his hands out and, like, digs in his robes, pulls out this small golden book and a quill and, like, dips it into a little... Uh, um, bottle that's like on his wrist and then he says i'm ready i actually take out one of the white journals from greenwick that's like a cunning folk journal Mm -hmm. and i say could you actually just hand this to um mr clemens nothing can go inside the oh my god well can you keep it in your pocket and then like if he leaves hand it to him that's acceptable. Great. Just whatever way that's going to work. And that's it. Oh, all right. Thank he you. Puts the cork back away. Guess I just wasted a little bit of ink, but whatever. <laughs> okay. Good day to you, sir. Yeah, thanks. Okay, so that, uh, we're going down the stairs. I'm not, like, talking right next okay, to Okay, yeah. Okay, so that was a bit of a train wreck. Great. Uh, just filing that away with all my other train wrecks. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know where we could go to the Blue Door Inn. It's the biggest inn there is. Yeah. If he, has, if he has all of his monks with him. I mean, do you know where we're supposed to be having the meeting? Do I? <laughs> yeah, you would assume at the, the council tower. Of course. Which one's the council tower? <laughs> it's labeled six on the map. Oh, my God. It's like right the- there in parentheses. This is where the meeting is taking place. This is where you need <laughs> hey, to go. Hey, Madeline, 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 Madeline. This is where the meeting is. <laughs> so I want you to know that number six is just labeled towers. Yeah, I would assume you know about Lumos Tower, the clock tower, and the council tower. You mean That's- the three little dots in the middle of your... Uh, how small many? circle inside of the small hexagon inside of the larger octagon. You mean the Madeline. beautiful topographical map that Zach painstakingly, artisanally <laughs> designed? Holy <laughs> Madeline, you built this place. You built this. You built these towers we on built rock the city and roll. On rock and roll. Okay. <laughs> I was waiting. We for head that way. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. You're, you're going to the council yeah, tower. Yeah, we're just going to go to the, the council. Oh, well, where? Don't give me that. <laughs> okay. So Echo no, says, would they be at the Blue Door Inn or would they be somewhere close by to wherever the meeting is going to be? I'm going to be completely honest with you for the first time. I have no 
fucking idea where any of these people are. This is going wonderfully. All right. Okay, so you're going to the council tower, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, also, would Echo know, like, would Echo and Herbert know anything about, like, Lumos Tower? Um. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Because, because of, the, of the legend magic, yeah. yeah. You would know that that was the home of the four, yeah. And after after it was a home and people started showing up and, and um, sort of camping out nearby or talking to them or whatever, a, a city started forming around them, right? Like, this is a city of heroes. This is, this is all centered around where they used to fucking live and operate out of, and a town got built out of it, basically. Um, so the town's very much uh, sort of a... I guess all sort of one big memorial to the Shade Wars and that era and those people and like the effect they had on the land. Is that what you wanted? Did you want a lore drop, Patrick? Yep, I did. <laughs> Fuck. So I guess we'll head in that area because I mean that's probably where everybody is, but I don't know. Okay. And as we go there, Echo's like looking around. She's like I said, she's pretty uncomfortable with all this, but right. She asks Dorian, mm-hmm. after reading those books and everything, she says, there was a a battle here, right? Well, yeah, uh, some sort of battle. I mean, it wasn't, a, it wasn't really a siege, and it wasn't quite a civil war, but um, there was, uh, in the pale times, from what I understand, you know, I was very young, um, some, of, some of the Emerald Crown had had sided with the pale, so there was an inward struggle within the walls. Um, all the while, you know, they're, the, the heroes of the time were fighting outside the walls. So they came home to a pretty pretty tense situation, people being rounded up, some people being changed, and uh, they they had a scrap, I guess. Um, you can thank, thank your uh, Crimson King for leading most of that charge. <sighs> Just kind of looking around, taking it in. You spend a lot of time here? Not as much as I would have liked, but... Yeah, I have spent some time here. When I was younger, certainly. Uh, Is this the first time you're here? Me, yeah. Oh. It's always changing. It's always uh, taking a couple steps back and even more forward. It's a strange tug of war this whole town is. Everybody's wanting a slice of something that never really belonged to them in the first place. Belonged to the four, you know. Um, but it's pretty. It's a beautiful town. Beautiful city, rather, nowadays. Hmm. It is nice, I guess. I mean, I have to I have to contextualize it into how other people would see it, I guess. It's just, hmm. it's too close, too many people. I understand that. Well, I really understand that here. I mean, it's definitely a town that, a city, that feels like home to everybody, but there's no community here as well, if that makes sense. So you're not alone in that. I think, I think with that, she kind of falls into a, into quiet. Hmm. You see her keeping her head on a swivel. She's like just watching, making sure like, she doesn't fucking know. She thinks we're about to get shanked. Yeah. We might. <laughs> we might. So you see um, the towers. You come into this plaza, in the Claywell Plaza. It's massive. And this place is, um, it's basically all one giant spiral of that pink grass and cobblestone that comes out from the three towers. And it's maybe 
four or five acres across in every direction. Um, actually, I think it's underselling it. I'll say 10 acres across. Um, it's big, right? And the people here, because of that space, aren't actually like that thick. Um, there's people in clusters here and stuff, but it's almost like looking at like a community park. There's islands of distance between everybody. Um, and you see the Green Tower. It is uh, monumental. It's so tall. It it's, spans maybe 10 or 20 trees worth above the, the actual canopy of the crystal woods around it. Um, it seems to curve in on itself as you're looking up and you can feel wind coming off of it in huge sheets. And you can see a small crowd of people around the base of it, the stairs that lead to the green tower, specifically the, oh, the council God. tower. Um, cool. And you can also see um, a red jacketed um, elven man that's very short with the sort of thin row of black hair that comes down into sort of a, a ponytail behind him and, a, and sort of a sharp black goatee the sides of his head are shaved and he's been touched by age but he isn't necessarily elderly um he seems very nobly dressed with like a golden bow tie on and his hands are behind his back and he seems to be scanning the crowd um for somebody and when he sees you all entering claywell plaza his eyes lock on all of you guys and then he turns away kind of looks away from you waiting for you Beckoning and waiting for you without actually moving his hands or calling out. Well, all right. I guess we'll meet that person. Cool. We got. We go. Yeah, we go yeah, up to yeah, him. Yeah, yeah we go okay. to him. Yeah, we go. God damn. Yeah, we go. All right, you come up to this guy. He uh, turns around and it, like he's. It looks like he might be drinking something out of some sort of cup, but his hands are cuffed near him, and he's like laughing at the people around him as if they had told a joke. Uh, but all of them are very stirred, and he turns around and goes. Oh, I didn't see you there. That's oh. a lie. All right. <laughs> okay. Oh, you're going to be fucking insufferable, aren't you? <laughs> well, my well, name probably. is Rupert. Rupert. I am absolutely going to be completely insufferable. <laughs> oh, thank you. I have been uh, awaiting your arrival for quite some time. Do you already know who we are? Who we are yes. I, assume? I will be your page for the meeting. Okay, Ooh. perfect. Hey, yeah, Herbert Quinn. Herbert Quinn Carver, that's me. Wonderful, nice to meet you. Uh, it, okay, apparently I'm the only one who knows how to do introductions. Yeah. I was well, he said he already waiting. knew us, so oh, yeah, I didn't think we needed to do an introduction. Yeah, I was going to be trying a little like, formal. Tilts her head and she feels like she needs to introduce herself with a watchtower pin. Like, echo. Mm, excellent. Mm. Gwydion. Oh, pleasure to meet you, Gwydion. And you are? I'm Emerald. Oh, wonderful. Actually, Gwydion, I thought you were Emerald. Oh, no, no, no. Um, I could never, I could never aspire to uh, that mess. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. You took the words out of my mouth, Herbert. <laughs> All right. So, All right. <laughs> so what are we doing? When is, when is the meeting? The meeting is whatever you would prefer the meeting to be. I think most others have already put their acceptance in and are awaiting the meeting inside the council room oh. towers. Um, but the meeting does not begin until everyone is ready and accompanied uh, or, or, or uh, uh, accounted for, rather. And I will be in charge of making sure that you understand the implications of the meeting. Um, I'll be in charge of your appearance. Um inside the meeting hall to make sure that you're taken seriously. Um, I know, of course, you are 
you are uh, uh, campaigners, so of course you you have so, sort of a look about you that uh, will not be presentable in the face of uh, <laughs> the Lord King Quinn. Um, so we'll have to deal with that at some point. Uh, make sure that you understand your role, um, understand things that you need to know, like uh, who's who inside the hall, um, and, and answering any of your questions you have. All right. Well, let's start off with uh, where, <laughs> where's our lodging? Yes. Where do you want us to I'm stay? I'm assuming that lodging has already been accommodated for. Uh, no. Mm. Uh, but I can awesome. tend to that. Herbert if, just if shakes like. his head. Oh, right. Um, he, like, <laughs> pulls somebody aside. He's, like, whispering in his ears, like, frantically, like, get the fucking gun out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a couple of dudes, like, run off. He's like, your room's at the blue door, and, of course, are already... Prepared. Prepared and purchased. Yeah, for thanks, Rupert. Okay. I would like to know everyone who's going to be me at the meeting. <laughs> you would like to know everyone now? I want to know everybody's names, would, yeah. Would you uh, mind? We can go inside or something. That would be wonderful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, hold the fuck. Uh, hold the fuck on. Uh, <laughs> Marley and, and Dorian, like, what are we... They're, are they they're with, with us, us now? Like, Dorian is going to be present for the meeting. Right, but Marley... Do we want Marley to, like, fuck off to the Blue Door Inn? Like, is she... Well, actually, okay, Gwydion, address Yeah, we'll address her. Um, I have a... A friend here, and um, I'm I'm not sure if it's permissible or not for um, them to come in to the meeting. Do I need to um, have my friend here stay at lodging? Your nomenclature and manners is just impeccable. I, I you will not be difficult to work with at all. Um, we can uh, help her and uh, station a guard with her to protect her within the city walls and and have her. Uh, Gain her own lodging in the Blue Door Inn. Pay for that as well. We get we attend your your child friend, your squire. I assume. I'm going to. Okay, yes, that would be most excellent. Thank you very much. Excellent. He seems to snap his fingers okay. to no one. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Like, uh, I'm going to ask Marley. Hey, what do you want to do here? I want to take a fucking nap. Okay. Take a nap like yesterday, and I want a big chicken leg. Well, here, and I'll give Marley a. I give her fifteen. Give gold. her her allowance, and then oh my god, I'll just be like Marley. Have a good time. Who knows how it'll be after we leave here? So eat all the chicken you want. Oh Whatever. fucking shucks! All right, I'll see you later. See yeah. ya. We'll see you at the blue door. She goes stomping off like ding 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 with her armor. Oh my god! <laughs> see a couple <laughs> up and everything. Yeah, a oh, couple of guards like yeah. turn their head and they're like oh, and they start running after. Ugh. Oh. Cute. Bye, Marley. <laughs> Bye, Bye forever. Uh, <laughs> see you later. <laughs> I'm gonna go rob a bunch of people in town and get arrested and hey. ruin your reputations. Put all your f- of your reputations. <laughs> <laughs> Put your fucking hands up. I'm 12 years old. Oh right. God. All right. Everybody, I'm good. I just be cool. To, this is a fucking robbery. Yeah, right. <laughs> all right. So you, R- honey, Rupert leads you in. Um, goes to his uh, like a separate <sighs> office that seems yeah. to be prepared for. Um, Man, ain't no brakes on this fucking train. Guess not. Here we um, fucking go. Briefing oh, yeah. you and all that shit and uh, starts lift- listing off who all is going to be there. Oh. Um, of course, um, our Lady Adelaide of Aylwary will be present uh, as uh, uh, a senator. Um, let's see. Cedric Zant will be present as well, um, who is an actual council member. His role is uh, 
that built upon heritage connection to the watchtower itself. His family served there for generations. Um, Ophelia Lusk will be there representing Penumbro's interest as an emissary. Of course, our Lord King Quinn of the Emerald Crown will be there. <laughs> um, bearer of the Emerald Crown, third of his name. Um, Maxwell, I believe the Wizard of Stories will be present. Wizard of Stories. He was specifically called to to be at the meeting due to Quinn. Um, Ooh. Of course, I will be attending, <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, What's your last name? I do not have a surname. Thank you. That's unfortunate. All right. <laughs> he just like winces. And he's like looking over these documents, and he almost like almost like chokes up. Like you can see, like tears are starting. Oh no! Oh God, E. It's an unfortunate my, my that he friend, doesn't have a surname. My friend here meant it's very unfortunate because from the way you're dressed and your behavior, it, it demands that you have a surname. You <clears throat> live up to having a surname, and it's a great injustice. You should just give yourself one, Mister. That's not exactly how it works. Uh, Inquisitor Hartgrave will be there, representing the magicals and uh, etherical uh, branches of, uh, of the Emerald Crown's intelligence. What um, connection would Maxwell have with the king? Why would... Did the king request him, or is it like... The king did request him against the well wishes of the council and senate. Uh-huh. Um, and, of course... Um, oh, fuck. <laughs> Oh, of course, of course. Uh, uh, Valor, Inquisitor Valor, and his accomplice Grub will be there as well. Hmm. Okay. Um, you'll only be dealing with council members Cedric Vant, um, Adelaide, and uh, oh fuck, where is it? Oh, Here. Luna. Okay. Did so, you mention Luna before and I missed it? I don't think I did. Who's okay. Luna? He's got a lot of documents here. She is simply a council member. No mention of this uh, Pentacle. Mm, I believe Pentacle will be arriving, but he's not here in my documents, no. You mean he hasn't arrived yet? Well, if he has, he's not my concern, as I'm not his page. Well, that's... Mm, but till the... You know what? Never mind. I will discover the information for you. I would love that. Thank you. He turns and you see there's like these brass tubes embedded into the um, wall. And he just like writes down a quick note and holds it over and it goes up. Boom. Just gone. Then a couple minutes later, a a paper comes down and he unfolds it. It's very meticulous. Um, He says, oh, he has arrived. He has a a house at... um, He's rented a small house, rather, uh, just outside of the Blue Dorian. I believe your Watchtower cohorts will uh, will be attending as well. There's, there's a great many people. Um, I, ho- I hope I've covered enough to be relevant so far. But no, if you need any great. information on them specifically, uh, of course, just ask. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, here we go. There's one more um, that will be representing Bittermiss, because, of course, it is also sovereign. Uh, one Marge Moorbounder. I believe. Did you say Marge? Yes, Marge. More I just, I just look at Herbert. Like, do you, do, do you know? Is, Tell me about Marge. Tell it, me about Marge. <laughs> Tell me everything about Marge. Is this Marge? Marge, like tattooed on your head, Marge? Yes. 
Oh, it's Marge. Yes! Oh, fuck. Our tale continues next time. Oh my goodness.